0: Welcome to the Monday edition of Transformation Radio.
1: Now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 5, verses 1 through 25. Men in the ministry can avoid improper attitudes toward women by treating them as family members. If men see women as fellow members in God's family, they will protect them and help them grow spiritually. Paul, the apostle, wanted Christian families to be as self-supporting as possible, He insisted that children and grandchildren take care of the widows and their families. He suggested that younger widows remarry and start new families. From the beginning, the church took care of its widows, who in turn gave valuable service to the church. Healthy homes remain the best possible training environment for children. When it comes to caring for relatives and honoring parents, children take most of their cues by watching how mom and dad honor the grandparents. If our children see the way we, as parents, care for our parents, they will understand the importance of such honor for us in the future. Healthy, practical honor becomes a priceless gift that one generation gives to another. Disrespect and lack of care provide harmful examples that will eventually turn on us. And with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. October 20th, the New Testament, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 1 through 25. Never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully as you would to your own father. Talk to younger men as you would to your own brothers. Treat older women as you would your mother, and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. Take care of any widow who has no one else to care for her. But if she has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents by taking care of them. This is something that pleases God. Now, a true widow, a woman who is truly alone in this world, has placed her hope in God. She prays night and day, asking God for his help. But the widow who lives only for pleasure, is spiritually dead even while she lives. Give these instructions to the church so that no one will be open to criticism. But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. A widow who is put on the list for support must be a woman who is at least 60 years old and was faithful to her husband. She must be well respected by everyone because of the good she has done. Has she brought up her children well? Has she been kind to strangers and served other believers humbly? Has she helped those who are in trouble? Has she always been ready to do good? The younger widows should not be on the list, because their physical desires will overpower their devotion to Christ, and they will want to remarry. Then they would be guilty of breaking their previous pledge. And if they are on the list, they will learn to be lazy and will spend their time gossiping from house to house, meddling in other people's business, and talking about things they shouldn't. So I advise these younger widows to marry again, have children, and take care of their own homes. Then the enemy will not be able to say anything against them. For I am afraid that some of them have already gone astray and now follow Satan. If a woman who is a believer has relatives who are widows, She must take care of them and not put the responsibility on the church. Then the church can care for the widows who are truly alone. Elders who do their work well should be respected and paid well, especially those who work hard at both preaching and teaching. For the Scripture says, You must not muzzle an ox to keep it from eating as it treads out the grain. And in another place, those who work deserve their pay. Do not listen to an accusation against an elder unless it is confirmed by two or three witnesses. Those who sin should be reprimanded in front of the whole church. This will serve as a strong warning to others. I solemnly command you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus and the holy angels to obey these instructions without taking sides or showing favoritism to anyone. Never be in a hurry about appointing a church leader. Do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Don't drink only water. You ought to drink a little wine for the sake of your stomach, because you are sick so often. Remember, the sins of some people are obvious, leading them to certain judgment. But there are others whose sins will not be revealed until later. In the same way, the good deeds of some people are obvious, and the good deeds done in secret will someday come to light. Psalm 89 verses 14 through 37 David is promised to have God's power to accomplish God's will. This is an amazing promise that we'll read about here today. God promised that David's descendants would always sit on the throne, but that if the people disobeyed, they would be punished. Yet even through their disobedience and punishment, God would never break faith with them. Israel did disobey, evil ran rampant. The nation was divided, exile came, but through it all, a remnant of God's people remained faithful. Well, centuries later, the Messiah arrived, the eternal king from David's line, just as God had promised. All that God promises, He fulfills. You can count on it. He will not take back even one word of what He says. God can also be trusted to save us as He promised He would. God is completely reliable. Psalm 89, verses 14-17 through Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Unfailing love and truth walk before you as attendants. Happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship, for they will walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They rejoice all day long in your wonderful reputation. They exult in your righteousness. You are their glorious strength. It pleases you to make us strong. Yes, our protection comes from the Lord, and He, the Holy One of Israel, has given us our King. Long ago you spoke in a vision to your faithful people. You said, I have raised up a warrior. I have selected him from the common people to be king. I have found my servant David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him with my hand. With my powerful arm I will make him strong. His enemies will not defeat him nor will the wicked overpower him. I will beat down his adversaries before him and destroy those who hate him. My faithfulness and unfailing love will be with him, and by my authority he will grow in power. I will extend his rule over the sea, his dominion over the rivers, and he will call out to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. I will make him my firstborn son the mightiest king on earth. I will love him and be kind to him forever. My covenant with him will never end. I will preserve an heir for him. His throne will be as endless as the days of heaven. But if his descendants forsake my instructions and fail to obey my regulations, if they do not obey my decrees and fail to keep my commands, then I will punish their sin with the rod and their disobedience with beating. I will never stop loving him, nor fail to keep my promise to him. No, I will not break my covenant. I will not take back a single word I said. I have sworn an oath to David, and in my holiness I cannot lie. His dynasty will go on forever. His kingdom will endure as the sun. It will be as eternal as the moon, my faithful witness in the sky. Interlude Proverbs chapter 25 Verses 25-27 through 27. Good news from far away is like cold water to the thirsty. If the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. It's not good to eat too much honey, and it's not good to seek honors for yourself.
2: of all the broken pieces and i believe in you'll come around nay into the
3: in touch devotion.
4: Today's scripture reading begins in verse 10 of second Timothy chapter 3. Now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and sufferings such as happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium and at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But evil men and impostors will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith and, Which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work.
3: This world offers financial plans, weight loss programs, and a host of other opportunities that all claim to yield beneficial results but nothing is as profitable to us as Scripture. God's plans for you do not stop at salvation. His goal is that you become conformed to the likeness of His Son, and the primary tool He uses to achieve His purpose is the Bible. Today's passage outlines His comprehensive program for your spiritual transformation. The foundation is laid with the teaching of basic scriptural truths, These doctrines about God's character and work anchor our souls during the storms of life and protect us from deception. Since we all have certain flesh patterns, perfection is impossible, and we sometimes fall into sin. But when Scripture offers reproof, we're convicted about our wrongdoing. This is followed by correction. The Lord never convicts us and leaves us in the mess we've made. He provides what we need to get back on our feet. The final step is training in righteousness. Think of this as a one-on-one discipleship course with the Word of God. If we heed the instruction and discipline of Scripture, we'll grow in obedience and godliness, and eventually might find that we need less reproof and correction. Full participation in God's Scriptural Benefit Package involves three steps. Read the Bible each day. Believe everything God says in His Word, not just the parts that appeal to you, and do what He says. You'll be on your way to becoming the person He created you to be, equipped to fulfill His purpose for you.
5: I thought that I was all alone Broken and afraid But you were there with me Yes, you were there with me well, And I didn't I had lost my way But you were there with me Yes, you were there with me Until you opened up my eyes I never knew That I could You. Yeah.
6: Maxine Chamberlain from Bellevue, Florida, who is a network marketing individual, said, John, uh, talk to us about nurture. My mother, who passed away two years ago, was the best nurturer that I ever knew. I can remember as a child she would say to me, John, I want you to always do the right thing, but if you do the wrong thing, come to me first. I'll always love you unconditionally. I'll always listen to you. I'll always do my best to understand your side of the story. I cannot count the many times, not only as a child, a teenager, but as an adult, that I went to her first. It is because she had a nurturing spirit that was like a magnet that drew me to her. And from her, I received grace and I received strength. Everybody needs to be loved at their best moments and forgiven at their worst. I would encourage you with your team or with someone that is a friend to find that individual that needs to be nurtured. And today, do something that adds value to their life. Kind word, perhaps take them to lunch and just listen to their story. But ask yourself today, who is it that I can care enough for and pour my life into that would nurture their spirit? When you're finished helping someone else, guess what? You'll find that you nurtured yourself.
0: Hey everybody, this is Paul Lawson, 25. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm currently in phase two here at the refuge. High school, I was a good kid, played football. I tried to study hard. Once I turned 16, 17, I started getting into hanging out with the cool crowd, I guess you could say. I started drinking, smoking marijuana, got into girls. Once I graduated high school, I really started partying hard. I, I followed uh, jam bands around. Just really started doing the party drugs really hard. past four to five years, I've got into opiates, pain pills, and it's really taken me down a dark road. That's what brought me here to the refuge. Since I've been here, i found hope along with God and some good brothers that can help me when I fall down. Some of the guys I've met here at the refuge have become more more than friends that come brothers some lifelong friends i can carry to the end they keep me accountable for things i do even if it's something small i hope this has been some inspiration to you god's really moving in my life i'd like to give a shout out to the phase one guys stay in there keep your heads up see y'all later thank you god bless we Christ is right, and you are listening to Transformation Radio.
7: So
2: Every brick and every stone of the world we made Will come undone if I If I can feel you here with me In my sleep I call your name But when I wake need to touch your face Cause I So all the world can see You've taken over me Let me be a reflection of your truth Inter- Take day, we're gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts with truth. You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. As in this place, your glory on our face we look looking to the sky Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now Lord, unveil our eyes You're the reason we're here You're the reason we're saved
0: That's going to do it for Monday's edition of Transformation Radio. Remember, tomorrow's Orientation Day here at the Refuge Ministries. If someone you know is struggling with addiction, homelessness, or hopelessness, join us tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Hyman House here in Grove City. It's 4555 Jackson Pike, also Route 104. For more information, you can visit our website at mensliveschange.org or you can call at 614-991-0131. Again, that number is 614 991 zero one three one This is Zach Pruitt and we'll see you next time on Transformation Radio.